But I uh, have a topic. So do it I. Could, it could end up getting cut, depending on your answer. <laughs> okay, I have one that probably. I don't know if we want to get into it as a side quest, but I think it would be interesting to put it out there as as like a thing. I've got nothing, so that makes this a little mine, easier. Mine should be quick, honestly, maybe. And, okay. and it might disappear. So anyway, uh, we all know the story of my hick voice, which um, <laughs> is still a thing, much to my wife's chagrin. What in tarnation? Yeah, our baby is going to sound like she's from Tennessee, basically, is the problem. <laughs> it's going to be... But anyway, uh, for some reason, it has been... It has uh, brought forth a pronunciation of the word asshole that I feel like I picked up from somewhere in particular, and I have an idea in my mind, but I want to see if John can confirm or not. Uh, because I've been saying, it, 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 for some reason, there's just an affectation to it where it comes out and I say, asshole, <laughs> instead of asshole. Yeah, it's uh, from 21 Jump Street. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's the scene, it's the scene where, like, right after their first, like, day at school or whatever, they go back to Korean Jesus's church or whatever, <laughs> okay. and there's that... There's the the one girl who's like, y'all be standing around finger popping each other's assholes, and he, and then uh, Jonah Hill's like, we're not standing around finger popping each other's assholes. <laughs> That's what it's I found from. a YouTube link that will uh, confirm me, or deny it. Yeah, let me see if I can uh, finger popping each other's assholes. It's one of Corey's favorite lines from that movie to say out loud. <laughs> I well, how could I? I'm not surprised at that at all. My assumption was very different, uh, but I don't even know why. Like, I thought I thought it was something that mom and dad would say sometimes. I no. I know mom dad always... also listens to these, so he's he'll he'll comment on it too. But you know, I don't remember that specifically. I remember like, just like mom will commonly call people castles because when you were a kid, I, yeah, when you were a, dad, uh, when you were a toddler, you would call people castles. When dad would call them assholes, as well, they dad, were, as dad, we were driving, dad around. called them assholes, and then I yeah, we'd be driving. Dad would get cut off or something. He'd be like, "You asshole," and you'd mm. be like, "You castle." Yeah, mom was like, "He's not saying ca- asshole; he's saying castle." So sounds like you guys really cracked the whole case. Great job, you guys are on fire. So proud. Like you could do any better. We just brought down a group of wannabe thugs stripping down cars in the Garfield High Metal Shop. Meanwhile, you two were standing around, finger-popping each other's assholes. We're not finger-popping <laughs> each other's assholes. What we're doing <laughs> All right. is getting shit done. <laughs> Mystery <laughs> solved. Damn, I didn't think that that stuck in there that deep, but I guess it did. That's now just awesome. picture Corey saying, or oh, in, like listen, it, listen it. to it in your head. Think papping each other's ass. A hundred percent, I can see him saying it right now. But yeah, that's that's amazing. Well, thank you, John. Thank you for answering that. Yeah, mystery, because I apparently am just a sponge for stupid ways of pronouncing and saying things, <laughs> uh, is what I'm finding. But anyway, John, what's your what's your topic of discussion? My topic of discussion is a bit of inside baseball. Uh and that is 
our 200th episode is around mm-hmm. the corner. Mm-hmm. 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 And I was mm-hmm. curious to our listeners if they had any ideas of what they would like us to do for our 200th episode, because we have no mental capacity to, to be creative <laughs> enough to come up with our own. Well, I mean, I was, I was kind of thinking it would be fun for us to, to select our own G goats, the greatest game of all time. And you, you figure out what Only you would one? select. One for each of us. What is your greatest game of all time? Period. End of story. Not, what would you play on a desert island? What is the greatest game of all time, in your opinion? Most fun. Best story. Everything. Full package for you. Mm. So don't give your answer if you might think you know what it is. I don't even know what mine would be. Not like a, Yeah, you know. I, don't, I don't know for sure. So... I think that might be interesting, and obviously people can let us know if they think that would be interesting, and also tell us what your greatest game of all time Yeah, I want to know other people's greatest games of all time, for sure. I think that would be good. Um, and, you know, we did for, uh, for Film Nerds, that was the episode that we tried to talk to uh, a lot of the fans, and that was also like a, the end of our you know, main run of episodes. Um, so that was fun. And, you know, maybe we could, we could throw it out there in the discord, see if any of our regulars would, would like to, even if, if anybody here's, I'll put this out there. If anybody would like to just open up your, your phone, your smartphone device and record a quick message for us to play in our episode, um, and you know, you can email it to us and I'll, I'll make John promise not to listen and I will not listen until we open it on the air and record and you can hear our genuine reactions. Um, that, that would be great. And that goes out to, to listeners that we know in person, listeners that we don't, uh, former guests slash hosts of, of the show as well. I think it would be fun to hear from. Uh, as many people as we possibly can on the occasion of our 200th episode. Yeah, I would like that. Game that sounds That would good. be fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, if there's anything else, I don't know what with the 200, how could we associate the number 200 with what we do? The 200 worst video games of all time. No, I don't know that that would be fun. 200 nah. copies of E.T. for Atari. all 200 of them yep um you have 200 dollars what what games would you buy off of ebay (laughs) what old retro video games would you buy off of ebay that's a fun one (laughs) you can (laughs) only like they're so expensive you can only afford one and a half but or we could go back and like look we could look back uh we should try and find um we should try and find like maybe we'll we'll travel back in time for 200 and go back to our birth years and try and find some like service merchandise circulars that are like oh here's the games that were out around your birthday and 
Listen, the Dead Sea Scrolls have long been gone, and <laughs> Brian can't go that far back into history. That does remind me, I have a separate topic after this one as well that would be quick, too, and I think would be fun. Uh, mostly, I want to pick both of your brains about something, but... No, I th- I think that would be cool. I don't know. I'd like to hear what other people think would be fun as well. Um, I'm sure listener Tom would come up with something very creative for us because he's a creative guy when it comes to what he would like to see these these three monkeys do because uh, we will dance for him in whatever way we can. But Small mouth things that involve video games somehow. Yeah, we will try and find 200 objects that would not fit into Brian's mouth for our 200th episode. <laughs> Or stuff that we could fit 200 of in his mouth, like grains of rice or <laughs> sand, um, sand, <laughs> lentils, oh, or uh, maybe M&M minis, because I don't know if you could fit 200 actual M&Ms in your mouth. Mm. Good thing to test. I'm not playing this game until I'm local man dies choking on 200 M and M's tonight on the nightly news. <laughs> um, anything else on that topic, or shall we move on to my third? I ju- yeah, I just keep it open. Like I want the uh, it's the the call the call to action to our listeners to please send in. I the I would like the 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 uh, the voice memo thing would be fun. And here, here's what I here's what I say is that I think um, uh, we should do like my brother, my brother and me. And if somebody writes in a really, really great idea, that's going to take a little bit more prep time. Maybe next episode is episode 201. And then we come back and do 200 after we get our prep work done for whatever that would be. So if there's something massively great that that would be awesome, okay. but we need a little bit more time to do. I think Wait, when is 200? The, like the, not the this episode, episode, but the next episode. Yeah, the next episode we're going to record is episode two hundred in two weeks, theoretically. Oh shit! Um, How did that sneak up on us? I don't know. We talked about it like eight episodes ago. <laughs> it seems like <laughs> two episodes ago. Uh, and John was well aware because he numbers his uh, file the episode number, and Brian's like, <laughs> "I just put the date." Um, yeah, but anyway, uh, that's why. No, the the my brother, my brother, so the guys skipped over their episode four twenty because they were like, we can't, we need to do something for this, and we don't know what to do for it. And I don't know if they've gone back to do anything yet, but it was like several years ago that they skipped over it. So, um, it's very good. But I'm not above switching around our episode order to 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 do right, something right. to accommodate something in our busy lives. Um, no, that's cool. I'm for it. How about in honor of our first episode ever, <laughs> you guys can play the destiny Two expansion with me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> the new campaign's probably going to be fun. The last one was actually really fun. I'm sure it's great. I just can't. I can't. Well, as soon as I get one currency, and and then I see that there's twelve other new currencies that I have no I, idea what they do. They're doing away or with a are. lot of them, actually. Whatever. A lot of them, not all of them. Not, not a lot yeah, of no. them. Not they're also adding new ones. I'm sure. Yes. 
That's they had to. It's like the content they had to delete to put more in the game. They're getting rid of currency so they can put more in. Um, it can't be more debilitating than your your uh, Marvel Snap obsession. You I know? can't have two debilitating obsessions. That's the problem. They're debilitating for a reason. <laughs> I'm just mad because I can't get past rank 50 now so I'm you're stuck. higher than me i'm, I'm at 42 at i can't get past 42 like i keep hovering between 42 and 43. Oh, well now i have to play to see if i can get past it we have a week before the reset so Fuck. um here goes 10 more dollars my third topic uh speaking of jamiroquai did jamiroquai just get like shit on is jamiroquai the butt not. of a joke you know, because um, I feel they're like actually he is. one of my favorite bands. To be honest, I, I don't think it, you know what it is, dude. The hat thing made mm. him seem like a joke to 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 like pop music listeners, but he's a cult classic for sure. Yeah, I mean, like he I is listened, J.K. We Jamiroquai we spent, is the band. Okay, whatever. It's, we he's spent Jamiroquai. a good two years at the shop listening to Jamiroquai on the regular. Okay. They have some stellar albums. There's a couple weak ones, but most of them are really good. That's that's any artist though. I, and I like, highly recommend. Like what, what makes Alex. you What makes you ask that? Like, is is are they is they are they a joke? Like, what makes you ask? I don't that? know. I just had this like, I had this. I don't know where it came. Once again, I have absorbed a thing, and I don't know where it came from. Which see first topic of this episode and literally everything else that is a part of who I am but the there's something about like I feel like I remember you know the Simpsons probably made fun of Jamiroquai a lot at the time or they showed up in uh you know tonight's show you know Jay Leno Jamiroquai I don't know whatever but (laughs) <laughs> There's something like the general pop culture. I feel like shed on Jamiroquai a little bit, but that that I'm asking you because I didn't know if it was just maybe my exposure to something in particular, someone else's hatred of Jamiroquai. Like I listened, the, no, I listened to Virtual Insanity today, and I was like, this shit's really good. Like, why did people shit on Jamiroquai? And then I thought about it, and I was like, did people shit on Jamiroquai? I don't know anybody that's shat on Jamiroquai at all. Like I don't know anybody personally. who's like personally. I, mean, I don't know anyone who's physically <laughs> actually shat on Jamiroquai. That's I've not. I don't wiping know. Wiping your ass with that fur hat would probably be pretty good. Uh, beyond that, I don't. I don't know anybody who thinks negatively of Jamiroquai in any way, shape, or form. I think uh, if you know someone who has a good taste in music they will have some Jamiroquai in their collection mm. or at least be able to tell you like, yes, I, I'm a fan of Jamiroquai. Uh, that's also, not saying, that's not saying that people who don't listen to good music don't know Jamiroquai. Like I do think the hat, like his weird hat thing gave them a weird image. And then just recently with the January 6th insurrection and like Republican oh, Jamiroquai guy, like that's the problem. <laughs> that fucking guy ruined it. Like he's just, yeah, that's oh. a whole other different ball game of Jamiroquai hating. I think in that respect, but uh, I don't. I don't think. Again, if you if you talk to anyone who listens to what you would consider good music, uh, and that being a subjective <laughs> subjective term, uh, 
because I know a lot of people that listen to very bad music, but uh, you listen to, you ask people who listen to good music if they like Jamiroquai, they will say yes straight up, and there, it, there will be no hesitation. It also they also just kind of felt a little bit like uh, like like are they a one hit wonder? Was it a little flash no. in the pan, and they're not like because I feel like Virtual Insanity was like that was their everywhere. largest hit. Here, I would say they're bigger in Europe, I'm pretty sure. But they're also Um, like he, they are in line with, um, with like fucking G Love and Special Sauce and like some of the Jack Johnson era of music. Like that all kind of came out like when did that first album drop? That was like mid to late 90s, right? Their, I mean, their first album is '93, according to Wikipedia. But when did Virtual Insanity drop and like pop? That was off? like their fourth album, 96? I think. '96. Yeah, mid mid to late '90s, right? Yeah, '96. So, what was big at that point in time? When did G Love and Special Sauce Philadelphonic come out? Alexa, when? No, I'm just kidding. 99. Okay. And then when did Third Eye Blind's album come out? I think also 99. <clears throat> Can you verify that? I will. Traveling Without Moving was their third album. My bad. I was pretty 97 close. was Third Eye Blind, actually. Not 99. So, let's see. Your big releases from... 100 Greatest Albums of 1996 from com. You've got The Fugees, The Score, Tupac, Beck, Odelay, Tools, Enema came out then, Sublime, Sublime, DJ Shadow introducing, Matchbox 20, Someone Like You, uh, Weezer's Pinkerton came out that year, Rage Against the Machine, Evil Empire came out that year. Um, let's see, what else do we got here that stands out to me? Dave Matthews Band, Crash. Uh, Jamiroquai is on that list as twenty number twenty four. Aaliyah one in a million was that year. Wallflowers bringing down the horse. Uh, Wilco being there. Aphex Twin, the Richard D. James album, which is the fucking best Aphex Twin album I, in my opinion. But I know a lot of people would probably tell me I'm a moron for that. Um, <clears throat> what else we got? Placebo's album came out that year. Nirvana from the muddy banks of the. Wixha, Wishka? I don't even know. Was that a fucking... I didn't even know if that was a Nirvana album. I'll it's a live shit album. on for that, too. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see what else was a good one. The Cardigans, first band on the moon, came out that year. Fashion Nugget by Cake came out that year. Um, so you had a lot of like heavy hitters coming out at the same time frame. Yeah. And it just got overshadowed. But that's the thing is I feel like... Oh, yeah. Bush Razorblade Suitcase, another one. That was a huge album at the time. Sean Colvin. <laughs> that's Sunny a one came hit home. wonder. Yeah. Paula Cole. That's another one hit wonder from that time. There's a <laughs> lot of those too in this list. But um Oh, Pantera's Great Southern Trend Kill. Psh, there you go. Ooh. And uh yeah, the Cranberries album to The Faithful Departed came out that year. And the Dogfather, Snoop Doggy Dog. So yeah, I don't know. Like, solid it, just, year. it got it got buried that year specifically 
I would well, I say. I'm, I wouldn't even say it got buried, though, is the thing. Like, I think, I think virtual insanity got, was big, and honestly, like, persists in a lot of ways that a lot of music does not. But yeah, um, I feel like Canned Heat was a pretty big song, too. Yeah, and so when I look at on Wikipedia, if you click on their discography, they have a list of their singles, and they're only charting on the U.S. dance chart for Billboard, apparently, for some reason. I don't know why it's not like the overall countries, not countries in the genre of countries in the country. United States. Country. Drop the goom. Uh, but Canned Heat and Supersonic were ones on mm-hmm. U.S. Dance, and that was 1999. And then 2005, they had Feels Just Like It Should, and that's... And then Runaway came out with their compilation, their greatest hits. That was apparently number one on the U.S. Dance charts as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's just... And the thing is, Virtual Insanity was 34 on the U.S. Dance chart. And then it looks like Cosmic Girl was 7, All Right was 7, and High Times was 9. So they kind of had this, like, slingshot from Virtual Insanity that kind of brought them up a little bit more. But I don't know. It's just weird to me. There's something... I'll have to try and see. And I don't... I think you're partly right with the with the January 6th Republican Jamiroquai thing, but I feel like there was something before that about, like, when someone would bring up Jamiroquai, I just thought of, like, oh, yeah, that Jamiroquai, <laughs> you know? Like, the, I don't know what it was, but there's something. So, maybe I can figure that out, maybe not. But anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's anything, like, in the Wikipedia page that, like, would lend itself to that, but I, I don't really see anything. No. Uh, I do was mention, publicly shit on in 2000. And- was actually physically shit on in public. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, an, a, another big heavy hitter we didn't, I didn't mention was congratulations. I'm sorry by the gin blossoms came out on mm. February 13th of 1996. And that is a fucking banger of an the album. Formative year of millennial music. It really is. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff on this list, man. Sepultura had Roots come out that year. Uh-huh. Goldfinger's album, like the self-titled came out that year. It was a big punk album at the time. Skinny Puppy, <laughs> if you're into that. Uh, that was a good album. What else we got here? Bad Hair Day by Weird Al came out that year. Gangster's Paradise, uh, or Amish Paradise, just dominated. Um, What else? Hanson, Mbop. That came out, (laughs) 96. Bare Naked Ladies, Born on a Pirate Ship. I don't even, does anybody know that one? I don't even know anybody cares. Oh, that's when The Old Apartment came out. That that was that single. Mm. <clears throat> oh. Nick, Nick and Tony are big Bare Naked Ladies fans. Really? Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Super Drag. Great band. They got some good stuff, too. Mod Orange used to do a Super Drag cover. Nice. Uh, Tiny Music by Stone Temple Pilots came out that year. The Verve Pipe Villains came out. March 26th of that year. 
that was also a heavy hitter. Everybody <laughs> slit their wrist of the freshman song. Uh, and then they made a new version of it. And Yeah, the new version wasn't as good as the original. That's for sure. Yeah, and that guy, like, used to come and play it at the Royal Oak High School because he's from Royal Oak. I yeah. Semi Sonic's first album came out in 96. Is that pre Feeling Strangely Flying? Yes, sir. Mm. I don't know that I've ever listened to that one. It's called The Great Divide. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Master P, Ice Cream Man, his album Ice Cream Man. Which came out I don't know if you know this, but Dan Wilson of Semi Sonic has gone on to write a lot of music for other people, including Adele. Yeah, no, he's a he's a talented dude. Yeah. Uh, David anyway. Gray's Cell, Cell, Cell came out in April of 96. There's a lot of good stuff on this list, man. 90, yeah, 96 is a very formative year for me, personally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to summarize, it was a big yes. year. Yeah, I think that was seventh grade for me, maybe? Mm, yeah, I can't me remember. too. Hmm. That's when uh, Butthole Surfers album came out with that song Pepper on it. That was a good song, but Dad wouldn't let me buy that album because the band's called Butthole Surfers. <laughs> <laughs> That's understandable. Which I, get it. I totally get it, man. Uh, <clears throat> Anyways, well then, then, uh, then. Uh, then uh, Napster came out and everything was good. Yeah. No. It. But yeah. Going back to your original question, I. I don't think. <laughs> you don't think people shit on Jamiroquai? <laughs> Literally no, or I, figuratively? Like, I, don't know, like, I don't know how. Like I'm still trying to like figure out in my memory of like any instance of where that would be the case, but I don't. I'm not. I'm drawing. I a have blank no on con- real context to give you. Is the problem, which means I think it was ingrained a long time ago, and I think you might be right about the 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 hat and funny appearance, quote unquote funny appearance. Um, that you know, honestly, seems tame now, but back in the '90s, probably look at this guy. <laughs> yeah, no, know. he he just he didn't look like you know the baggy Levi's and the flannel shirt like kind of yeah he wasn't in the grunge aesthetic which was fairly popular at that time you know t-shirts and and uh chain you know chain necklaces yeah of of Rob Thomas and (laughs) third eye blinds the puka shell necklaces yes (laughs) You kids oh. and your Pac-Man video game. <laughs> That's Zima <laughs> and your hula hoops. You got Is that where your brain is measured in nanoseconds. <laughs> uh, Rocket by Primitive Radio Gods came out that year too, June nineteenth. <sighs> this could go the, on forever. Yep. I just like I'm finding all of these. I'm just like this is so. All of this stuff is so good. All right. These well, are all these are all songs like these are all I- artists that like heavily influenced me. <laughs> pull up your 1996 mix on uh Yeah, I'm going to have to. On Spotify. But anyway, I think that's it. 
I'm yeah. hungry. I gotta go eat something. Me right. too. Yeah, go go eat some stuff. All right, John, beep thirty. We will see you guys next time. Peace. Yeah, six seconds. What the fucking fuck? <laughs> it's not muted. Why didn't it fucking play? Why does it do that shit? Just to make you mad. Because it knows I'm hungry? Yep. Wants you to wait 30 more seconds.